Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Live From Anywhere chat show. I'm your host, Sam, and I've been out the way, but I'm back now. It's been a minute. I cannot lie. I think the last episode I even uploaded was like January 18th, something crazy like that. But a lot of people have been asking me to come back, and I've been trying to come back. So I'm trying to get this rolling. Uh, if you don't know, everybody, or guys, people, uh, <clears throat> I've been embarking on a new job journey, things of that nature. So that's been occupying a lot of my time, a lot of my mental space, stuff of that nature. But uh Things are going good right now. Graduated from like, I guess the first segment or first half. Got a whole nother thing going on right now for it. But we out here. So uh pray for your boy. But that being said, I got a guest with me today. Um, someone I actually met at the job. The one, the only Marcus Barkley. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, sir. I'm doing good, man. How are you doing, Sam? I- I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? I say that every episode, but I'm out here, you know, just Living life the best I can, so. Hey, that's a nice intro you got there, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, you know. I've been working on it. It's ever-changing. I can't lie. But <clears throat> eventually, I'm going to perfect it. I know that's that much, so. Sounds good, man. Also glad to hear you were able to come back, man. You know, I'm glad you were able to keep it going because I know you really invested in it. So I'm looking forward yeah. to hearing some more myself. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's funny you say that because – uh i stopped for a really long i stopped for like two years and Mm -hmm. then uh when i moved down here i was really like i gotta get into it bro there's nothing there's nothing wrong with me getting into this skill set or whatever and i seem to be from what i've heard pretty good at it so like i was like i gotta do it and then given that i've met a whole bunch of people at our job it's just like uh, people want to people want to talk and this is a way to get it done so why not for sure man i feel like uh with that, you never know where that could lead to. Um, you know, yeah. like somebody at the job may know somebody else. So then you have a whole other connection you can make. So I feel yeah. like that's part of it, man. The fact that you still want to keep it going and you're putting your energy into it, I feel like you're definitely going to get something out of it. Word, 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 word. Appreciate that. Um, first thing I really wanted to ask, though, is like, who is Marcus Barkley? You know, what I mean, obviously we we know each other from work, but other than that, like we had a couple conversations. But like, who are you, man? Like, uh, where you go to school at, or like, what, what, what hobbies you got? That's a great question, Sam. Who am I? <laughs> I would say, you know, I'm I'm, I'm Marcus I'm from a small town in Georgia. I eventually went to school at the University of Georgia. Go dogs back-to-back national champions. I know y'all like to hear that. Facts. Shortly after graduating, man, I moved back home for a while, but because it was such a small town, I couldn't really find anything for work. So I moved up to Charlotte, started working at Wells Fargo, and the rest is history, man. I've been here for a couple years, and 
I've enjoyed it. But outside of work, uh, we've already spoke about this, but I, I enjoy anime. Uh, I can talk about that all day. Um, I like to be outside and get some sun, just get some energy outside of being in the house or just being in a car, just taking some time to come outside sometimes. And um, I enjoy meeting good people and having great conversations. So that's something I really uh, like about our group that we have at work actually is that we've been able to have some pretty cool conversations pretty fast and yeah like those are sometimes the the coolest things just things that happen organically so i I really enjoy meeting good people and and talking and getting to know each getting to know people to get into these topics um wanted to keep it uh you know a little light i guess not really but a little light uh this time around you know what i'm saying um so i just got like a bunch of questions that are kind of like either or scenarios or like yes or no kind of situations but uh we're gonna get into it so um the first one i have on the list is uh when it comes to relationships what are your non-negotiables hmm i would say uh the the first one that comes to mind would be closed-mindedness just Mm -hmm. uh, someone who doesn't want to talk about different things or doesn't want to expose themselves to different types of uh, things that they could be doing outside of what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I myself can be kind of closed-minded, but I'm also very open-minded. But just, some, just that for someone um, who just doesn't want to open up or doesn't want to talk about anything that that's just uh, beneath the surface, mm-hmm. you know, that type of situation. I, I want to talk about different things about, you know, how our society is or just different things. And also another one for me, which is kind of weird that, that I've, I've come to figure out that people say is weird is uh, chewing gum. So I, I hate gum. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so if you love it, we're not going to get along because I'm going to need you to cut that out. That's no longer yeah. going to be a thing in your life. So, <laughs> right. You know, like, <laughs> Which it can be a deal breaker. You would have yeah. Like, it be a deal so, so let me ask you: Do you make that known like immediately when you're talking to somebody, or do you like ease into it? Oh, I for sure let you know before I meet you because I've made the, uh, you know, I made the decision to not say it at times, and then you end up there, and then, <laughs> and, and then it's just right there, and I'm like, man, you don't even know. That at this time I don't even want to be talking to you because of that. But uh, you know, I feel like uh, I definitely try to let people know. And they, people always say it's weird, but it's never been weird to me. But right, yeah, it's, it's, that's I would say those are the main two. Um, anything out of that, I feel like I can probably work work towards. But mm-hmm. those are my main two that come to mind. Nah, that's those are really two really like good and unique ones. I can't lie. The chewing gum one is funny to me, just because like you don't like. I, I I'm aware that people there are people out here that don't like you know when people chew with their mouth open or they don't like chewing gum or they don't like when people speak with their mouths full. But like of those, hearing someone say, "Yeah, I'm not with chewing gum," and like really be about it is just like you don't hear that often. At least I didn't. Um, up until I really I met you, so this is really <laughs> it's really interesting to hear. Um, huh? Yeah, interesting. Man. It's uh, people. And that's what people say, but to me, it's not because I put my whole yeah. life, most of my life 
uh like feeling that way but I just, yeah when, you, when you're growing up of course my parents and my siblings they don't care so they they did it but i was like i always told myself <laughs> whenever i'm out on my own and mm-hmm. i have my own stuff man mm-hmm. i'll be like that is not coming through the door and uh, it's coming in it ain't coming fair. in but but of course, you know, I understand that just without, just within society or just being out in public, you know, you can't say that for everybody, but it's definitely right. going to be dating somebody. And usually that's, that's the thing I right. want to be very minimum. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. I also like the the whole open-minded thing. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely encountered my fair share of, you know, women that were like, nah, it's this way or the highway. And it's like, but I hear you and we could still do that. But, like, one time, we can't, like, maybe go somewhere else, try something different, maybe talk yeah. about something else, you know what I'm saying? But at the yeah. same time, that's, just, that's some people, you know what I mean? I know I've met some quite a few, you know, young ladies who have, uh, they know where they're comfortable at, and they'd rather not get uncomfortable, even if that's, you know, at the expense of the other person they're interested in. Uh <clears throat> But I think that goes to hand in hand a little bit with what I had, because um, one mm-hmm. of the big ones for me is, uh, I guess, like uncertainty or like not really knowing what you want to do. So you kind of just stay in like the middle ground uh, situation. So like, for example, you know, being into somebody, but like at the same time, you don't want to talk to them but you still give them all your attention. You still spend all your time with them. So it's like, what do you want? Well, I don't know, but I like this. And it's like, well, this isn't really anything. It's not <laughs> yeah. going anywhere. Uh, yeah. So what's up? And it's like, well, this is fine for me. Like, I don't want to do too much. And it's like, right. But you got to expand at some point. Like you can't, I can't at least. So, I mean, then it's just going to be you. And it was, it usually fell out kind of bad, but like another one that I have is uh um is 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 patience you know what i mean okay uh yeah i'm i'm i can i can be i guess outside of my family i can be a pretty patient person but like i've just been with a lot of women that they're just quick to you know get to a hundred or just like they just get angry so quickly it's like whoa wait a minute like are you do we do are we on the same page do you understand what i'm saying like before you jump to those conclusions but it's like it's cool it's cool if that's the way you want to go but like Give it some time before you get upset because you may not need to get upset or whatever's going on could turn out to be better if you don't, you know, <laughs> get upset so quickly. But for sure, I don't know, exactly. those are small things. Exactly. And I feel like that those small things can just be a big determinant factor because the more time you spend with the person, those small things, you see them more and more. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's why it's good to, to try to get this stuff and out the way and see if it really if you really connect right um, right in my opinion but yeah man those that's a, those are good ones too I, I definitely did not think about patience but that is a, a definitely a good one yeah man I, it's i just i think it also kind of like speaks to like the just the generation we're in right now even with the stuff you said i just feel like you know there's just some things that like we've come to think that we don't need to consider because it needs to be us first. And if the other person isn't willing to accept that I want to be the most important aspect, then we're not going to work, which is like, I guess, but like you can only ask so much for somebody before they, they may want something in return or like, I don't know. 
they just want to yeah. feel seen but i hey. feel it man and i feel like a lot of it which uh, i hear people talk about this myself is like it seems just too for the photo or you know for the picture mm-hmm. like every, mm-hmm. everything is kind of for the picture you know like the whole experience like you being with somebody you having someone to go and do things with or you know just you having a person you want to have that so fast just so you don't feel like you're not living how everybody else is living right but i right but i I look at it like you though in terms of patience where there's just so many different outcomes because there's people who have dated for like two months gotten married and never had a divorce there's people who mm-hmm. dated for like five years got married one year and then they never t- talked to each other again like there's just yeah. so many different scenarios so i feel like it's important to like i was saying being open-minded and like something what you were saying too just being able to have conversations about different topics and mm-hmm. just really learn about each other like ask those questions where it make you go oh wow like somebody asked you um how th- how are things been going in life for you lately? Yeah. Something very something very like catch you off guard, you know, something mm-hmm. that you really think like, oh, this person really wants to know me and what's going on. So right. I don't I don't feel like enough of that goes on in certain situations because I feel like it the dating scene saturated almost. For sure, for sure. De- definitely saturated. Definitely saturated. Um, on to this next one. Uh, <clears throat> still on, I guess, relationships or whatnot. But I know in, my, in 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 my case, this has definitely happened. One of these scenarios. But like, wh- which one would you rather not have happen to you? Um, you hear your partner with someone else, or you see your partner with someone else. And when I say hear and see, I mean hear and see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, uh-huh. we <laughs> but wait, it's not so no sign no more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to see how I'm hearing, and I'm just hearing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I'm hearing, God, yeah, boy, ain't gonna be too much of no much, no much of that hearing, boy. <laughs> I see. I see you. You stop it. Stopping real quick. We do, hey yo, who in there, bro? What's what's all this? I'm just like, what's going on? You know. Then if I that's see what's going on and that's what's going on, then cool. You know, I just got to pivot. But which one right. would I rather? I think definitely here because just seeing with just that's like a mental thing. At least hearing, you know, it's just audio. You don't see anything. <laughs> that's, that's seeing like that's, that's, that would be different. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think. What about you? Um, I think, I think, I think I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I'd rather not see if, if all I got to, if mm, I'd rather not see, and here's why I feel like the more I see, the more that's going to make me think, you know what I mean? I, in the sense that like, mean? oh, so, so, <laughs> so it's kind of like, so in, in like, I know for me, <clears throat> something that makes when it comes to jealousy, mm-hmm. if I if I if I hear that you've like used something of mine, like if I had a nice car and I heard someone was using something of mine and they didn't ask, I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's kind of messed up. But if I see someone using something of mine, 
and then I get I they, like they know they see me looking at them using my thing. I'm like, all right, <clears throat> okay. So you're using it disrespectful. You you're mm-hmm. using it in front of me also disrespectful. But then on top of that, now I'm thinking like, wow, look at how they're sitting in that seat, man. That's not how I sit in my car. Why they got the cup in the cup holder like that? So it'd be the same scenario for my partner. Why why you you just let him do that like that? That's I had no idea. You know, it just that's the kind of stuff that would be like I would think more about if I had seen as opposed to just hearing. Cause I, I feel like in my case, I'd pivot much better if I heard it as opposed to like seeing. I just that would I'd be I feel like I'd be mentally distraught. <laughs> just like, yeah, oh I, no. I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, but honestly though, you said that, but buddy might not even know. <laughs> you know, like he might not even know. He might be like, "Who is this dude?" You know? Oh like, man, that's true. That's true. You know, that's a good point. I got some pictures in the house. Yeah, <laughs> I got some pictures in the house, man. Man, he gonna know, but if y'all ain't got no pictures in the house, then you, you know, ain't gonna know. Yeah, that's he a good point. That's a good point. That, that's funny. That's funny. I wonder. Hmm, I, I mean, either scenario though is like is pretty pretty busted if you no matter how you look at it but oh for sure kind of hard pivot i guess um would you rather never go out during the day again or never go out at night again i'm gonna have to say never go out at night really why so what like what's the reason behind that I like the sun. I like the sun, man. I like to feel the warm <laughs> sun. You know, I like to I like to feel it. And then being during the daytime, usually when things are the most beautiful, you can see all the colors of, of the world. But okay. then at nighttime, you know, you know what they say, the freaks come out at night. So <laughs> you got you gotta watch yourself out at night. Man. Like, but if you ain't no vampire, you better watch out. Because <laughs> that's the only people who are trying to be out every night. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would have to say never go out at night again. Because pretty, I pretty much don't really try to go out too much at night. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. I think, for me, the older I get, the more I prefer day as opposed mm-hmm. to night. I would say definitely from, like, I don't know, like eight the age of like eight to probably like 23, 24, I was definitely like daytime, bro. Nighttime is where it's at, bro. It's cooler outside. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's something about the ass, the, <laughs> the aesthetic of, uh, you know, just like nightlife that I really like neon lights, things of that nature. I like seeing, you know, the sky and I like, you know, stars, that kind of thing's always been like really cool to see at night. Cause it's, they're not, it's not rare to see those things at night, but like, it's so different from day and, you know, day is just daytime to me, but it's interesting. I feel that that's a very good point because I, I actually do enjoy when like you're driving at night and you're coming up to like a big city and you see all mm-hmm. the lights and then you see all the lights with the other cars. Like that, that is a really cool look. Like what mm-hmm. you said with all the lights you can see at nighttime, but I don't know about every night. You know, I can appreciate it sometimes, but it, it really is cool though. Like just driving up and you seeing the, the city coming into a big city, mm-hmm. you see all the lights and everything. I find like it's a really cool, really cool scene. Yeah, I will say this though: my favorite time of day has always been morning. 
I I, I love like early morning, um, before like both right before the sun comes up. So not at sunrise, but right before sunrise. I like that little that period right now. I feel like honestly, I feel like that's the calmest part of like the twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? That's the moment before people are getting up for work, and that's that time where people are you know going to sleep for you know whatever reason if they work like night shift or something like that and it's just the the roads are like super like serene you know what i'm saying you'd be outside even the animals are quiet at that time you know what i'm saying it's not quite the crack of dawn yet for like roosters and all them johns but like i don't know but <clears throat> so what yeah. time you be waking up sam honestly <laughs> uh, i'm usually up in the morning by like 4 30 i've oh always my really God. been You've been a morning person. I can't lie. It's just, it's always, yeah. But I, I, I don't like it as much as I used to because, like, given what time we go to work and given what my schedule will be, you know what I'm saying? 10 a.m. is kind of late in the day for me, in my opinion. That's like almost getting to lunchtime for me. But, like, I don't know. Something about morning time that's just, uh, it works. I like it works. that because I can really appreciate that because I, I also enjoy the morning time, but mm. I cannot wake up early because I, I always try to stay up too late. But that's yeah. like I'm really interested in I, – I figured you were a morning person because you always beat me to work, and I always get to work <laughs> kind of early. I get to work at like 8 o'clock. So I'm For like, sure. You, if you're here before me, you already – and then you don't look sleepy. You just look like you've been up for a couple hours. So that makes sense you say 4.30. <laughs> yeah yeah uh i don't I, I would say that i definitely don't function on the amount of sleep i feel like i should be functioning on but i hey man i guess i guess it's just i don't know that internal training my internal clock to just be like that because i'm gonna be honest when you see me in the morning i'm definitely tired but at the same <laughs> body's my body's not my mind is but my body isn't it's ready okay. to like get in the high gear so it that could also sense. just be that but so what time you go to sleep um, the past couple months, I'm usually in bed and knocked out by 1030. Okay. So that makes sense. That's good. But that, that's still late for me. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. My ideal bedtime is right now. I lie to you not. I lie to you. <laughs> I lie to you not. When Are I, you serious? I, I'm being so serious. You like when I was in high school, it was around this time. And then like, once I got out of school, um, and I was taking a couple college classes and like working. Um, if I didn't have plans and I was home gaming, I tried to get into bed as early as possible. Just, I it just it just felt right. It just for some reason sometimes staying up feels wrong to me, and I I think it's because I have this mentality that if I take away stuff, if I take away energy from tomorrow to give it to the end of a day, I'm not really serving my mu- I'm not really serving myself as much per- purpose as I could be situation, but I don't know. That's just how I look at it. But also like with the job we have and we sit in there reading at, well, currently like doing a lot of reading and just listening. If I don't get a lot of sleep, I'm going to be out just like Jordan. I'm going to be out. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I understand it. Cause it's, it's really hard. I just, I, I really like to go to sleep early but mm-hmm. I just always find myself not getting to sleep until like midnight so 
I can, yeah. I can understand, but eight o'clock, nine o'clock, that's a dream. It's, I just know it won't happen, but it is a dream. <laughs> that's facts. That's facts. Unintended. Have you done anything that uh, you would consider to be like outside of the normal experience, but was like enlightening? Uh, I don't know if it's outside of the normal experience, but it definitely was enlightening for me when I volunteered in Peru. I volunteered in mm. Peru for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like six weeks over the summer. Um, I volunteered there and I lived with the host family, which was a, a new experience. And for it, I would, for the actual project, I would visit this uh, site and like uh, a, a, a kind of like an impoverished area. It was, wasn't a lot of, wasn't a lot of uh, stuff around there. It was, you know, very few people had cars. It was, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, but it was, it was, it was kind of, I, I had never seen anything like it before. Um, and I've seen some places in America where, you know, we have different types of quote unquote hoods where, you know, it might, it might not be the best looking of places where you drive through, but it was on a whole yeah. different level of what I saw there. Just the, mm-hmm. the fact that everything was dirt, basically, there wasn't really many streets. It was, it was an experience, but but also that was my first time flying international, mm-hmm. um, and I was the only person that was going from my from America, basically. <laughs> in terms of in terms of in terms of this actual project, like nobody else from my school went. Yeah. Nobody else. I I went, and then there was this guy who was from Mexico, and then uh, this girl that was from Mexico. And this other girl who was from Brazil, and a girl that was from India, and a guy that mm-hmm. was from China. So everyone was from somewhere different, almost. Um, but it was definitely an experience for me because it was just something I never went through. Just the fact right. that I was able to, to travel. I traveled alone, and um, it, it, I didn't really have any issues. And the fact that I was able to show them a little bit about America or mm-hmm. just show them a little bit about something where someone they might have never seen before, like a, di- a type of person they've never seen before. They didn't really see many African-American people there. Sure. Uh, I was the first person they've seen. And it was cool for me to learn from them. And I guess it was cool for them to learn from me as well. Um, but that was just really cool for me to really get to to see them and interact with them because I don't my my even though I was going there, I did my Spanish was very limited. Like I did mm-hmm. not speak much much Spanish, and even in my the uh, guest home I lived in, it was a mom and three daughters. Uh, mm-hmm. But all the daughter daughters were adults, but only but all three of the daughters could speak somewhat English, but um, the mom didn't speak any. So any interacting with her was kind of a new experience, like learning to talk to someone when you can't really use words and being able to interact with the kids too was cool because it just showed me the fact that you can still be able to connect with people and really be able to have communication with them and talk with them, even though words aren't being shared. And they were able to teach me some Spanish and I taught them some English and Mm -hmm. some other things that, you know, I may have learned from my hometown just different types of slang and different things like yeah. that. So 
it was cool to just be able to learn from them and, and just see that and be exposed to seeing how, how things can be different. That's what's up. That's what's up. I've never gone international. So although I did do a half international episode, shout out to everybody that did listen to that episode. My boy Amrith, who's from India. Good oh, talk. Would you rather meet your ancestors from 1,000 years ago versus, or your descendants from 1,000 years in the future? I would say uh, my ancestors from the past because, well, um, I was about to say because I wouldn't be able to really change anything if I met anybody in the future, but I mean, I could mm-hmm. change if they tell me how to do something, but I would feel like just going back and seeing the ancestors from the past would give me a, an even more appreciation for where I am now and what I have now. Mm-hmm. So being able to see that and share that with the future generations to come, I feel like if they really were to adhere to it, could could lead to some great things, just knowing about how how you're here. Because the right. fact that I'm speaking to you means that someone multiple people from our past had to continually survive long enough yeah. to reproduce and to also take care of that child or, you know, take care of that child to make sure they were able to become an adult. So mm-hmm. we're all here because someone, some people down the line had to, had to really do some hard work and, and really make it and live. So I, I just feel like just learning about or just seeing or are going through would make it even easier to appreciate what we really have. Word. That's actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think about it like that. That is really, wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, you don't think about how crazy it is that you live your life every day and you know, you survive, you eat, you do responsible things until like you think about what's going to come after that. And the fact that there are previous generations of, you know, our family is like, even at this for a while successfully, I guess, cause I'm here. That's <laughs> That's why. Because, you know, it only takes, I feel like it only takes a couple cases of single child. Like you have a single child and then that child, maybe that child doesn't reproduce. Mm -hmm. And then that's those two people. And then it's like, if that happens enough times, I don't know, man. I feel like eventually, (laughs) eventually just take away more and more of their, their, their trace on the, on the world. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think I would go in, hmm, I think, I think I would go to the past and I think I would go to the past because I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I think I think I think I would go to the past. And the reason I would go to the past is because I could learn from them how to be better from you know, just for myself. And I can see the things that like this current generation or maybe just people in my family have been missing, you know, in previous generations. So it would be cool to see like what isn't happening and what is currently happening and be able to like adjust that to make things, you know, possibly work, you know more efficiently uh in the present uh yeah i think i would look at it that way but that being said which one do you think would make you work harder 
seeing your past generations or seeing the future generations? Which one would make you work harder? Oh, man. Yeah, right? That's a loaded question right there. I just share my thought process because on (laughs) one hand, you have what if your future generations turn out bad? And you know, or or not very, not not very good. It's gonna make me right. be like, well, I, I want to make sure I try to do all I can to not have that be a reality. Mm-hmm. But then at the same mm-hmm. time, if you see them doing good, I don't know if that's gonna motivate you to do more or just be like, well, maybe if I'm doing whatever I'm doing now, that's how it ends up being how it is. Right. So I would say I would have to go back to the past again, just seeing the sacrifices that had to be made and mm-hmm. and uh, the different things that had to be endured just in order, just like I said before, just in order for me to be here, just for, in order for me to exist at this moment. Um, all of my ancestors that had to make various journeys, make various uh, sacrifices and really, really, uh, not even know themselves probably what they were doing, just not even knowing that it would eventually lead to where we are today. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel like definitely seeing them and seeing what they had to go through and had to endure would, would definitely still, just like that first question you asked me, I was I would still go with that, that same answer, going back to speak to those in the past. Word, word. Uh, I agree. <clears throat> I, I definitely agree. I feel like if I were to see the future, I may work harder, but I don't think it would be working harder for the right reasons. You, you know, feel like you'd be working harder to fix something that I don't have necessarily direct control over anyway, because it could still turn out bad, even if I improve it, knowing what's going forward. So I definitely agree. I think I'd see what has already happened. I think that would also build up my confidence as well. So just knowing like, wow, this is much more attainable than I really thought it, than I thought it was initially. And, they had to take X amount of steps and I only have to take this amount of steps to do whatever. Like, wow, I, I could really be doing so much more right now than whatever it is. So I think getting that information is definitely probably <clears throat> more helpful as well. Yeah. Hmm. I, I feel, I feel like that would be just a whole experience. And you know what they say? Uh, hindsight is the beauty is in the hindsight or something like that because they'll be able to tell you what not to do or what to do Facts. you know based on their experience basically Facts. it's like we traveling in the past like they're gonna be like oh i'm glad i could talk to you to tell you not to do this mm-hmm. i'm glad you came back to talk to me they would be <laughs> yeah say, i'm glad you came back to talk to me because this this is what you need to do but Facts. yeah man i just feel like just just knowing that because some people have been able to keep up with their, their lineage, but I know for me, I, I, my family has not been able to keep up with the multiple generations and generations. So mm-hmm. just being able to learn about that would be, would be pretty cool. That's fair. That's fair. I do got a question. Yes, sir. So this one has really been getting to me. You know, ever since you told me about you having a podcast, I just was thinking, why do you do this? Um, I, I kind of what you said. I like talking to people. I've always really enjoyed mm-hmm. talking to people. Um, <clears throat> my, the relationships I have now, when it comes to like my friends, they're all rooted based on like very deep things. You know, not surface level things. Um, but also like I, I don't know. I 
there's something about not knowing somebody and not being a stranger to them that's interesting to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and also, like, I've always had, like, I guess part of it is just, like, a reflection of, like, my past. I've moved so much that I never really was able to, like, have, like, those long-lasting friends in, my like, my early childhood. Um, and I really thought that that was going to set me back in life just from building relationships with people. So the more I moved, the more I just took, you know, the initiative to get close with people or to like just feel better comfortable because it was like, I don't know how long, you know, I'm going to know you before I move again. So like I want to have the best possible friendship we could have uh, before I'm out of here. And that kind of followed me throughout school and then you know, outside of school, going to work, you know, you, you meet a lot of people that are just great people just to talk to and do things with. And, um, next thing you know, they go off to find a new job or, you know, you just fall out of that relationship. And like, for me, I, I have a hard time with, uh, I don't know, just like, missing like not having those people around anymore like the fear of missing out and like you know just missing that dynamic because everyone's got a different dynamic you have friends that do certain things and you've got friends that do other things and they all add to your life and like a podcast uh in the way i look at it is a great way to do that like i've i've definitely i've reached out to people that i haven't spoken to in like eight nine years and they've been like yeah bro i definitely want to be on bro like i haven't we used to be tight. Like, oh, why not? Let's chop it up. Let's, let's just talk. And it's like, word, word. And we could talk about anything like we did. Like it's, it's really, uh, it's really a thing. But also, like I said, like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, something I hear from just a lot of people is that, uh, this conversation thing, I'm, I'm apparently I'm pretty decent at it. Yeah. It's not hard to get people to get comfortable with talking. And if I can get that out of people, it's also a remedy. It makes people feel better. And I like that. I like the feeling of like, like, you know, people having a good time just talking and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I went to school for psychology for a little bit. I really was into that kind of thing. And then it kind of branched a little more into sociology. Um, but I don't know, just people in general can be fascinating the way they think, the way they talk. And so, yeah, that's why I do it. Really, that's why I do it. But also, like, <laughs> why not? If you're gonna do anything in the world, at least talk to people. So, I feel like that's pretty cool, and I just asked that just because I was I was curious because I know you really like it. So I just wanted to always know, you know, why do you like it? Why do you do it? But um, you did make a good point too about how you mentioned about how you moving around so much that mm -hmm. uh, it will be hard to keep those relationships. So it does really give you, I'll say, for lack of a better word, a good excuse to talk to people that you haven't talked to in a while. Like, I feel yeah. like that would be a cool thing to reach out to someone and be like, hey, I know we haven't spoken in a while, but I feel like it would be really cool if we could have a conversation, you know, yeah. over the podcast to just hear about what you've been doing and, you know, just hear mm -hmm. about your life for a while. So, and I feel like part of it, too, is just you as a person. You're just a naturally cool guy. I feel like you have <laughs> some, good, some good energy, man. So I feel like it's kind of easy to talk to you because, you know, it's, it's Mr. Sam, Mr. Sam I am, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's that guy, you know, you're, you're a cool dude, man, I feel like, hey. I feel like it's it's really easy to talk to you, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate hearing that, that's the kind of stuff that, I mean, 
I don't mean to sound corny, but that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it just fuels me. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of stuff that makes me do and want to do the things that I want to do. Even with the job we got right now, you know what I'm saying? I never saw myself doing call center type stuff, but I know before uh, Melissa left, that was something she said. She was like, you may not really be into this, but I can tell like the way you talk to people and your demeanor, it, it's, you would do a lot of good for people uh, if you stick with this and, and increase, you know, your, your ability to just talk and speak with people and stuff like that. So it's like, I mean, if they seen it at work and people see it outside of work too, like gotta do something with it, man. I, I, I got to, but you know, Hey man, I'm just sure. out here. For sure. It's funny I, I you uh my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, you cool. I said I was like I can see that too, because even just speaking about you, uh you do have a like where it, it looks it looks natural. Like, you know, you come across on the phone as someone who really wants to help and then you, you don't you're not rude to people. At least what I can hear. I sit right next <laughs> to you. I mean, you're not like rude to people, you're like you're direct, you try to help them, you try to look for all the options. So I feel like you're a person who someone would have, want to have on the other side of the line. And I feel like when it comes to the fact that it's in the call center, which, you know, it, things are, life is, think, different phases in life are temporary, I feel like. So it just comes, mm -hmm. to, it's just at this point in time in your life, you happen to be at the call center talking on the phone. But right. as we already know, too, there are positions at the call center where you don't talk on the phone. Right. So, you never know like where it could lead you because I mean you know we're in the same place so I can't just tell you about you know what's gonna mm -hmm. happen because I don't know myself we're in the same right. you know, we're in the same position yeah. same class same everything so yeah you know I just feel like it's good to just see that you know it's just temporary it's just something that allows you to even develop your speaking skills more exactly. for your podcast that's something that I look at as well as being able to communicate with people more and and become even more effective at that with someone can actually hear my personality over right. the phone and kind of get a, a gauge of how I am, which is something that it doesn't come easy. You definitely have to be able to um, develop that, but I feel like that can mm -hmm. also go a lot of ways when it comes to um, different areas you can go to. Like even if you have started to have your own business, being able to know how to talk to people and be, uh, you know, customer centric, be able to have good service and, and mm -hmm. be able to really show them, um what good service is because you've already been exposed to it yourself so let the people know where they can find you yeah for sure so you can find me on instagram at i believe it's at esquire bowtie or at esquire underscore bowtie and before you look on there i'm gonna let you know I ain't <laughs> posted no picture in a couple years but that's been outside of my control so you know, if you see that, don't be thinking like, oh, he he fake. He ain't real. Nah, I'm real. It's just either I have a good fit and I don't have a good photographer or I got a good mm. photographer and I don't have a good fit. So that's something that has really plagued my, my Instagram page. But we, we coming. We working on it. We're going to have something coming cooking for y'all in the next couple months. So, you know, you can go ahead and try to follow me there. <laughs> and, and let me know that you you uh you heard me on Sam's podcast. So. Word. That's funny. This man cracking me up, bro. <laughs> First, I'm I can't lie. I wasn't expecting uh Sir Esquire. That's <laughs> it's fitting yeah, though. I can't lie. That's this it's low key fire. I can't lie. 
But um, Sam, I used to have this day back in school called Bowtie Tuesdays. They started at my high school, bruh. So I would always wear bow ties on Tuesdays. And then um, I got Esquire because I was just, I felt like I was swagging. And I feel like I kind of <laughs> got it from that ATL movie, I ain't gonna lie. Uh-huh. But I, I say I don't, I didn't. But I kind of feel like I did because I don't think I said anything like that until I saw that movie. But um, I feel like, uh, yeah, y'all can find me there, man. I, it was good talking to you, Sam. It's been a great experience. For sure, for sure. All right, you already know the deal. Before I get out of here, I got to go over them songs from last week that uh, are still bangers on my playlist. So this is uh, for the week of uh, 512. So Joyner Lucas dropped, Baby Tate dropped, Cousin Stiz dropped, Brass Tracks dropped, Deontay Hitchcock dropped, uh, Jalen Santoni dropped uh, three separate singles last week, All Heat, YG Tut, Pink Sweat, Victoria Monet dropped, Baby Gravy, Young Gravy, and BB No Money, they dropped, Jonas Brothers dropped a, a project that was nice, Xavier Omar, he dropped, Kiana Ladee dropped a single, uh, Jeremiah dropped a, a like a lo-fi project that's got, you know, some of his uh, bangers on it, uh, if you're into lo-fi, definitely check that out, Aaron May dropped, Nick Caution dropped, um, Azizi Gibson, he dropped. Uh, Chitty Bang, Sam LaChow, Bungalow Collect. Uh, they dropped a couple singles last week as well. Uh, one of them in particular, Right or Wrong, I messed with that. Rush, he dropped a little project. PJ Morton dropped. Polari dropped. Lion Babe dropped. Nate Ross dropped as well. Another banger. Um, we got Tokyo on the list. Coltrane. Katori Walker dropped. Joey Trapp dropped a single off a, a super long project he dropped the previous week. Uh, had some fire on it. Planet Asia and 38 Special dropped a single. And closing it out, uh, Chavo and Perrier Born, they dropped a project with some bangers on it. So definitely tune into that. But as per usual, I've been your host, Sam. Thanks for tuning in to the Live From Anywhere chat show. Deuces. Who you crew? Who you clear? Who you fan, who you say? Who you gang, who you rare? Fuck em all, fuck em all, that my child. That my crew, that my clip. That my fan, that my sis. That my gang, that my rare. Fuck em all, fuck em all, that my child. Yeah, yeah, that my child. Yeah, yeah, that my child. Yeah, that's my child. Yeah, hey, feel like one of the crew. Feel like one of the crew. Ain't got nothing to do. Ain't got nothing to do. Feel like super blue. Feel like one of the.